Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with this week's wheat headlines, the weather markets driving prices higher, Indian wheat crops lowered and the grain corridor coming to an end. Wheat prices finally took note of growing weather concerns, particularly in the US Midwest maize belt, which is in even worse condition than the most recent 2012 drought year. Analysts are already cutting 5% from the USDA's record yield forecast, with some talk that 1 billion bushels may be lost, that's 25 million metric tonnes, which would go some way to address the current lack of demand for US maize. There's very little rain in the 8 to 14 day US forecast, with the Bermuda High apparently blocking the anticipated wetter El Nino pattern, particularly in the maize heartland of the Midwest. Lower Ukrainian and Argentine maize production and availability adds to the tightening global maize narrative. Wheat prices are getting a toe on the back of rising maize prices, but also has its own story evolving, particularly for global milling wheat prices. The Indian Flour Millers Association forecasts their crop at 101 to 103 million tonnes against the USDA's 113.5, which includes a 3.5 million tonne rise in their June report. Unsurprisingly, China announced their wheat harvest was nearing completion and they are anticipating a bumper crop, albeit 3 million tonnes less than the June USDA number. Quality is also an issue due to flooding and record heat in some areas, which may result in higher milling wheat imports. Canada, North Africa, parts of northern and western Europe, Russia, Kazakhstan and the Ukraine also have issues, particularly in the spring wheat areas of the US, Canada and Russia. The market is focusing on the supply side of the equation at the moment, although the bears would argue that demand is weak. Whether that's due to the consumer's policy of buying hand-to-mouth in the hope and expectation that prices continue to fall remains to be seen. Russia reiterated that they saw little prospect that the corridor would be extended due to their demands not being met, which the market is paying little attention to. What is of more relevance is the Russian grain floor price, which remains well below competing origin values and which could be raised or lowered at the whim of the Kremlin, which makes price discovery ever more difficult. The market will remain sensitive to global weather developments, with managed funds now long on maize and soybeans, whilst covering some of their short seabot wheat position, albeit they're still short 11.5 million tonnes or thereabouts. With harvest approaching, it's becoming a case of who blinks first, the consumer or the farmer. The main focus is on cheap Brazilian maize and Russian wheat, but they cannot feed the world, and it may not stay cheap if demand picks up amidst production shortfalls in other major exporting countries. On to malting barley and this week's headlines. Scandinavian market peaked this week, market highs for new crop and good starting yields for France. The Scandinavian malting barley market peaked this week after much-needed rain arrived in Denmark. The UK from Kent across the south to the Cotswolds has had beneficial rain this week. Together with the good hours of sunlight in June, barley on the chalklands now has the potential to repeat the quantity and hopefully quality that we enjoyed last harvest. Other areas like the Cotswolds are not so optimistic. Many spring barley growers have taken advantage of these increased values to make their first sales for the 2023 harvest at what are market highs for new crop. 
In some cases, before the wheat futures picked up, these prices had stretched the differential over feed barley to 60 to £70 pounds per tonne. France has harvested 40% of its winter barley in the southwest. So far, results are good, with yields above the five-year average. It's only feed barley at this stage, but the quality is good. Nitrogen 1.60, 85% retained and moisture 12%. Their spring barley crop has also enjoyed rain and they should start combining in the next week to the south of Paris. If spring barley growers feel confident, these are very good prices at which to start their selling campaign for Harvest 2023. On to oilseed rape. This week's headlines. Rapeseed remains volatile. There's support from weather concerns and the US EPA's biofuel blending volumes. Matif rapeseed has recovered from the lows of €400 per tonne last month, rallying to over 460 before the bearish EPA report was released. Worries over dry weather conditions have underpinned the market recently, with Chicago soybeans and palm oil also reaching recent highs earlier this week. The US Midwest have seen a stretch of dry weather following the planting season, which has stressed soybean crops and raised concerns that the forecast record harvest will fall below expectations. Earlier this week, the US Department of Agriculture rated 54% of the soybean crop as good to excellent, which is down 5% from last week and below average expectations of a 2% drop. Palm oil tracked these gains, along with support coming from the early signs of El Nino as Malaysia experienced water stress. The Malaysian Palm Oil Board have commented that a mild El Nino could reduce Malaysia's palm oil production by 10%, whilst a severe one could pull it down as much as 20%. However, on Tuesday night, a report was leaked indicating that the US Environmental Protection Agency's biofuel blending volumes for the next three years would be smaller than initially proposed, which was then confirmed on Wednesday. The biofuel industry has criticised these as not high enough. Soy oil futures were sharply lower on the news, trading limit down for most of the session, along with palm oil and rapeseed also trading down on the news. Finally, the grain and oilseed price indicator, starting with feed wheat for July, £185, November, £195, feed barley for July, £155, November, £170, Oilseed rape for July 350 to 355, November 362 to 367. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular Openfield contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.